Welcome to Haunted Horizons Ghostcast, where your hosts, Alison Oborn and Kay Goldwood, will share their experiences in some of the most terrifying and haunted locations in Australia and overseas. So turn the lights off, relax, and enjoy. Hello, Keg. Hello, Alison. Here we are again. We are. We had a week off last week. We did. We do apologise. But we were away filming. We were away filming. Oh, <laughs> and I'm still tired after Check being away this. filming. It was very much a fast travel, film two sites and then get back. Lots of driving. It was an awful lot of driving. It was, but it was good. Straight into work. Yes. Yes, straight back into doing podcasts. We'll talk about our two investigations another time. We will. But for now, we're going to get stuck straight in today's episode. But before we do, we thought while you're still listening and you're fresh and you haven't turned off yet, we would just remind you there is a five-star button hidden somewhere. So why not just caress it? give it a bit of love anything like that as we always say any of our social media do support us do give it a bit of love because the social media platforms do love that and it keeps us going and it keeps us feeling good enough to keep going doesn't it it does it's it's, it's like it's, encouragement. it the love exactly mm -hmm. so rather than bore you for the next 10 minutes rabbiting on we're going to jump straight into our next episode which is keg a hotel it is we it's like a, hotels. we do like hotels and this is a local hotel and i must admit this one i think we've had some of the best responses ever you would say that keg yeah. particularly likes this one and all will become clear as we continue with this episode so the hotel that we're doing today keg mm -hmm. it's actually one we accidentally found isn't it it's a british hotel in North Adelaide and we were driving back from the zoo yes we'd had a meeting at the zoo and we took the back streets because we were going to go through to one of the main streets in North Adelaide mm -hmm. and there was this quaint very old pub yeah and it was called the British Hotel well it still is called the British Hotel yes yeah it even has the date on it and that's really got my attention yeah because the date on it was 1838 but that was when it was licensed it was actually built before that in 1837 which makes it one of the oldest hotels in adelaide and to put it into context keg it was built just one year after british settlement because south australia for those who don't know was settled in 1836 and we were a free settlement. There was no convicts sent out to South Australia. So that kind of puts it into context that just mm -hmm. one year after British settlement arrived here, there was this pub built. Yeah. And in fact, when it was licensed, it was only three years before the Adelaide Jail was built. So this pub was in operation long before they started building the Adelaide Jail. I'm glad to see they got the priorities right. Let's get the, the pub first and then build a jail. <laughs> it's great. It is. Priorities. Don't worry about hospitals, asylums, or jails. No. Let's get those pubs. 
I think so. I think those pubs, pubs are essential. Then, they are. Well, they were because a lot of people travelled around as well. They so were they, really they were essential, used actually. Because yeah. yeah. they were used for a lot of things, and this pub was no different. And pubs were important, Cag, especially this one, because not only did you go drinking there, but they were used for many, many different things. One of them being holding bodies down in the basement because it was the cool area to keep them. And you've got to remember that when this hotel was built, because this was one of the first hotels to do this, we didn't have a morgue, we didn't have a hospital. It was a good place to store bodies and have inquests, which it did. Inquests were held there for accidents or any suspected murders, crimes of any sort. And, of course, many other pubs followed on that. Yeah, I think most most old pubs you'll find they had a history of, mm. of holding bodies and inquests and things Convenient like. place to, to yeah. keep the bodies. And also, um, as well, you know, the water wouldn't have been that brilliant at times as well, so it's a good no. place to go and get them. Well, if it's anything like England, England, you used to drink a lot of ale. Yeah. And it was a staple drink because the water was so bad. In some parts, they got paid with alcohol. Yes, they did. The hotel, however, was rebuilt on the same spot in 1883. So the hotel that we were looking at, CAG, that wasn't the original one. Okay. But it was on the same spot because obviously building codes came into play and this hotel had to keep up with that. Now, for many years, it was referred to as the British Tavern rather than a hotel. Okay. But finally, it changed its name to Hotel in 1914. Stephen Paris and William Teasdale were the two original gentlemen that came together to found the original hotel. And it served as a popular drinking place as well as accommodation. This is important. There used to be accommodation there throughout its long history. Mm. Because this is going to come into play with some of the deaths that we found in this hotel. Now, today it is just as popular as it was as we found out when we went in. Oh, yes. And rightly so, because it is a beautiful hotel. Mm-hmm. And unlike many hotels these days, has managed to keep its old world charm. It has. And it's also kept the history pretty much intact downstairs. And we're going to talk about what the pub looks like upstairs in a minute. Although it does not offer accommodation now, it does serve amazing food. Oh, it does. (laughs) Which we had to try out. Um, I think we might have tried it out a few times. We now, might have tried it just out to a make lot, sure. just because we weren't sure just how amazing that food was. But if you're ever out for a meal, try the British Hotel. It is a lovely place to dine. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are listening and won't be able to see the videos unless they're subscribed. You, subscribers will get the video version. But a lot of people who don't come from Adelaide and who are just listening, how would you describe that? How would you paint the picture on this hotel? From the outside, yeah, it's quite um, a squarish looking building. It is. It's not. You know how a lot of the old pubs have ended up having the verandas. This one hasn't got that. Yes, and that's that's a surprising thing. It makes it look more like an English hotel. It does, doesn't because it? Because England 
wasn't into the two-story verandas and bullnose verandas. Well, we didn't need the shade from the sun to start no, off with, did we? No, so we, <laughs> we needed as much sunlight as we could get as possible. Into those so rooms. it, it yeah. does look like an English pub, um, and, and it's stone uh, from the outside. Yeah. It's quite plain, but actually beautiful at the same time. Yeah, isn't it? It does have a little veranda. It's more like a little balcony, isn't mm. it? Little ornate balcony, just on the second floor as you're looking at it, but it doesn't go all the way around. And as you go inside, the first part looks as though it hasn't really changed at all. You go into a hallway and it looks very similar to how it probably was back in the day. Yeah. And there's actually, uh, the front bar is very much how it might've been in the it's original even, days. It's even got stained glass windows. It has, it's absolutely stunning. And so clean, Yeah. so, so clean. And you walk through past the staircase, but you walk past that staircase down the hallway and you come to another bar, which is, it's a small, cosy bar, like a English pub would have been. Mm. And there's a section to the side, which they've made into kind of a little sitting lounge area, which both of them still retain their fireplaces as they would have yeah. back then. I think that lounge area reminds me of a, a gentleman's club with the nice big yes. chairs and things in. Absolutely lovely, very comfortable to sit in. Now, the back area has been converted now into a dining room. I reckon that back area it looks like it used to be a courtyard, doesn't it? it yes, like yeah. a beer garden type thing. Yeah, but it's yeah. been covered over now and it's now a big dining area. Everywhere you've got sort of exposed brick, you've got plants everywhere, there's greenery everywhere. Yeah. Absolutely stunning. Now, we were focused upstairs. Where you saw that staircase in the hallway, we went up that staircase mm -hmm. into this huge, great room. Yeah. Now, this is the curious thing about the room because it's now a little event room where you can have parties and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But you can still see the history of this big room because it wasn't a big room. You can see the partitions where they've knocked the walls out and there's three rooms. The fireplaces are still there for where two of the rooms would have been, marble fireplaces, and three doors leading into this one room, which would have been the three doors leading into those three separate rooms, which would have been the accommodation. Yes, it would have done. Yeah, it would be. Which was a great place to start. Oh, I think it's really weird because that's where we spent I think, well, well, we, we did it all. We did, didn't we? We did it all. We did it all in that room. We didn't need to move out that did room. We? We've never think we've ever been anywhere and just <laughs> stopped in one room. Now let's talk about the ghosts and the deaths. Because we did find evidence of a couple of publicans who passed away at the hotel. But the two that intrigued me more, that were a bit more tragic, and I always look at the more tragic deaths as to why maybe something is lingering. Having a look into the history, we found two more deaths and wondered whether these could account for being one of the British hotel ghosts. Now in 1864, a gentleman called John Forster, a farmer from what would have been a little outlying town in those days, Gillies Plains, obviously it's a suburb now, was returning home, but as he led his horse and his dray into Finner Street where the hotel sits, he slipped and fell. Unfortunately, he fell into the path of the wheels of the dray. Oh. Not a good position to be in, which no. passed over his body. No. Now witnesses quickly took the injured man to the British Hotel, 
-hmm. and a doctor was sent for. On arrival, the doctor found several broken ribs, which had punctured one of his lungs, oh. as well as injuries to the kidneys. Oh, bless him. So there was nothing, nothing can be done. So he just passed away in the hotel, sadly leaving a wife and several children behind. Yeah, sad. And that's the whole thing about accidents back then in the 1800s. You can't call an ambulance. No. The ambulance isn't going to come and pick you up and take you off to emergency where they will operate on you and save your life. If you have injuries that bad, you're just going to be waiting, waiting for them to pass away. Try and make them as comfortable as you can. And even if they send for the wife and children, they're not going to get there in time in those days. No. Not in those days when you'd either got to walk or get um, a horse and cart. Yeah. Gilly's yeah. Plain is a 15-minute 15, 15 drive mm. away. That's in a car. So if you're walking or a horse, it's going to take a lot longer. You're not going to get there in time. No. Another death keg in okay. 1871, a 60-year-old gentleman was found floating off the beach in Glenelg. Okay. Probably missed this one. Cag used to do the Glenelg I did. dark history tour. I did. Now he was found face down in only two foot of water and had been fully clothed. He also had a small wound on the back of his head, hmm. but there was no rocks in the area for him to have hit his head on for that. Okay, bit strange. He was recognised as Thomas Spencer, who was a boarder at the British Tavern at the time. He had not shown any signs of depression. Because mm. the thinking was, could he have thrown himself off the mm. pier at Glenelg? Although later people did come forward to state that he never really got over the death of his wife. Oh, that's understandable. Yeah. So he, he just couldn't get over that. The finding was that it was drowning that killed him and that he either fell or was pushed off the jetty. But it's a mystery they're never going to know. Did he do it himself? Did he slip? And maybe hit his head on the jetty before mm. he fell in. Did somebody push him? Did he have an argument? Somebody pushed him off the jetty? Or did he do it on purpose? And again, maybe hitting that wind could have been hitting his head as he fell down off the jetty. Maybe he bounced off it. Something we'll never know. He took mm. that with him, unfortunately. So the question is, are either of these gentlemen accounting for the British hotel ghosts? And the activity that has been reported there, because there has been activity reported. This is why we went in. Mm -hmm. The staff did tell us that they think one of the British hotel ghosts is going by the name. They called him Claude. And that's because they thought maybe he was a past patron who passed away there. So they've nicknamed it Claude. But we have had that before, though, haven't we? Mm -hmm. We've actually been to places and to hotels where past patrons have actually come through. Yeah, well... The Gungellan, which we haven't done yet. No. Very quickly, we did what we got through. We can't stop what comes through, unfortunately. No. Was a past patron of the hotel. He's quite well known there. Claude has been witnessed, and it's also thought that he was responsible for the biggest mystery of the pub. Right. And that was the times that the kegs in the basement had been tapped with the wrong lines. Because so, a certain line goes to a certain keg. So when you pull... You get that. You get, you get that, that beer that that's said yeah. on there. So you don't want to be pulling the ale and getting Guinness coming out of it. So it's all lined up perfectly. So he was a bit of a character then. Well, whoever Claude was, because Richard, who was the publican at the time, 
he checked the CCTV footage because he wanted to know who on earth plugged in the barrels wrong because that's a huge operation to get them all unplugged and get them lined up properly. Well, yeah, and not only that, you'd have to clean them out as well afterwards, yeah, wouldn't you? Because you got would. the wrong drinking. Yeah. He went through the CCTV footage and he could not see at any point where the, the lines over. were swapped over, whether by a living person or a deceased person. Mm. Now, staff have also said they feel uncomfortable in the upstairs area, which is the area where the accommodation was and where we were fully focused on our investigation. So let's get into our investigation, CAG, because we really didn't know if the British Hotel's ghosts were real or whether they were just stories that were told at the bar. But we decided we would go in and find out. I couldn't find any reference to anybody having taken equipment in there to find out. We're going to say who went in there. First and time. thank you for Jamie for allowing us in. Yep, thank you for Jamie for being so gracious and mm -hmm. going, yeah, no problem. Now, due to the hotel being open until late, we were focusing. That's another reason we were focusing our attention upstairs in that big room. Now, setting up was interesting, wasn't it, Craig? Yes, it started really early on with this place. It did, it did. We went live and I was explaining to the viewers what had happened while we were setting up because the ovulus keg. And an ovulus, for those who don't know, an ovulus is an EMF meter. It's a bit more technical than that, though. It's measuring EMF. It's measuring temperature and it's making a calculation. And for every calculation, there is a word program to each level. So it has a word bank in it. So in effect, an ovulus is turning the environment into words. And what were the words, Kek, that it came out with as soon as we turned it on? Well, it came <laughs> out with chest and then you. At that point, we did look at each other, childish grins, as because we, we are such adults. Yeah. But what did they come out with earlier? Well, I think, because that doesn't seem really interesting. No, it doesn't. When you found out that earlier it came out with legs, good, <laughs> and then grind. Yeah. Well, they were all a little bit and crunchy. And then we turned on and it came out with chest. But also we ran the portal very early on as well before we went live mm -hmm. to see if it was all working properly. And... As the ovulus was coming out with those words, it followed it up with CAG. Yeah. I think you had an Amira CAG. I think somebody was really desperate to be truthful. <laughs> but anyway. As we were talking about this to the people who were watching, the REM pod lit up. We put it by a very small decorative white table, which yeah. we had a whole load of trigger objects and, you know, items like equipment on. Now, a REM pod is a device that sets up its own magnetic field around itself. If it feels resistance in that field, it's going to set off alarms and lights. High EMF will do it as well. And this was set up by this tape. And it triggered. And it's very rare it triggers. Hmm. And it didn't just trigger once, it triggered twice. And it wasn't a long trigger. It was almost like as if it's trying to get your attention. And this could be coming in. You like my? Not really. Do you like, like my just impersonation? I just I didn't think it made that sort of noise. It's more of a beep. <laughs> beep. No, it's not quite. Anyway, enough of our trying to. But you get the idea. But it could be somebody testing it. You're going. Beep. 
Boop. I did wonder whether it was trying to get our attention over mm. to that table because this table is going to play a big part in this investigation. Yes. Later on. It, a massive part. Maybe somebody was trying to tell us that they knew what was coming. Yes. We were then told by one of our subscribers that there used to be working girls there. I didn't know that. Well, I suppose a lot of pubs. Yes, a lot of pubs are used for ladies of the night. And especially early on, if that was the only pub in the, that location. Mm -hmm. Now, sitting in an ungainly manner on the floor, Kay, why do I always sit on the floor, by the way? Um, because I had the camera and I sat on the chair, so it's all good. Yeah, That's, so Kegs had the camera yeah. right at me. Exactly. I proceeded to do what I always do, which is an EVP burst, electronic voice phenomena. So voices on recordings that you don't hear at the time. And I do like to do it at the beginning. I think I've said this before. You might wonder if you're following us on Facebook and on our live streams, or even our YouTube channel, our videos, you'll notice I always, always start with an EVP burst. And that's because I find that's when we get our best responses. You don't want it when it's lost interest in us, which I'm not saying quickly. that we're boring or anything, but <laughs> they can do. If, if you've got their attention straight away, that's when you want to try doing the stuff because eventually they either run out of steam or they'll look at you and go, you know what? I'm not interested in these two. I've, I've done my bit. I'm out of here. And this is why I tend to do a quick EVP burst straight away. And the other thing we do get asked, so I am going to bring it up, we were asked on this one as well on the live, is what voice recorder do we use when we're capturing the EVPs? And I, I like the Olympus. We did try a Sony for a while on our tours, but we found with the Sony when we're attaching a speaker, it wasn't very loud. The playback was not good yeah. on the Sony's. We went to the Olympus and the playback is much clearer and much louder. So mm -hmm. this is why we use... For us, we use Olympus on the tours and also on our investigations when we're going around the world. Now, we did get a voice during the EVP burst, and it was on the video camera. There were voices drifting up from the downstairs bar, okay? There, there were. I, I totally go with you on that one, but this did seem to me, to me personally, mm. seem to be a lot closer than the ones coming up from the bar. But... Oh, we can't rule it out. We can't rule it out. I'll play the voice and then I'll play an example of the voices that were coming up through the floor. And you can make up your own mind on it. Let us know what you think. Can you see how many of us there are? man talking in the background there was nothing else on evp was there no apart from obvious voices from downstairs so yeah. we did have to discount most of it so after that i decided maybe we could do an estus experiment which is a ghost box and again i'm just explaining because i know a lot of the listeners may not have come across it what we're doing this equipment before and the terminology so estus it was a experiment that was first done in estus in America. What you do is you take a ghost box or spirit box, which when we're asking the questions and listening to, we kind of know what we want to hear, don't we? Kay? Yeah, you're listening out for certain things. So pareidolia will take effect. 
So what we do is we take the bias out of it. One of us puts the headphones on with the ghost box so we can't hear the questions. And I, I think it makes it a lot more relevant. I, I love the Estes. Yes, so do I. I must admit, I went and sat in the very corner, far, far away from you, big room, with the headphones on. This time I sat comfortably on the chair. So I didn't have you to did. grunt and groan and struggle off the floor. Like I just an stayed on my chair there. So that was you fine. didn't move. I didn't. It's all good. <laughs> now you were asking questions. Yeah, so I, I thought I'd go down the, because we had some of the raunchy words come yeah. out, I thought I'd go down the working girls line. So I just asked her, are there any Because I look like a working girl. Obviously. obviously. So I said, any working girls here tonight? And then you came out with. Straight away I came out with alcohol. Now, we've More had that several than, yeah, times, haven't we? We had, but there again, I'm in a pub, so I'm going to be thinking maybe alcohol. Even if I don't know I'm thinking it, maybe I heard. That sounds like alcohol. And then I'm going to put together because I'm in a pub. So it was, it was interesting, it was related, but yeah. at this point, because it does get better, <laughs> at this point, we could just have put it down to radio me yeah. hearing words. But then he came out with something a bit strange. Yeah, I did, because I came out with, I can't hear you. And it was a very gruff voice. I can't hear you. Yeah. So I just said, my name is Kag. What's your name? I heard a voice that just went, is that you? No. <laughs> it was a bit. It was like. That was a bit weird. A bit, bit weird that somebody might, is that you? Maybe they're a fan, Kag. Oh, maybe. Maybe there was star. Is that the Kaganelli? Is that you? Maybe they were starstruck. No, I doubt it. Is that really you? I wonder if the ghost wanted a selfie with us. No, I doubt it. <laughs> and then there was metallic tap from behind us, which was, it was a really weird little noise mm. at about the same time that I said, is that you? The other thing, could they have been talking to, and I'm going to get this into this a bit later in this podcast. Sometimes it's like we're eavesdropping. Yes, on a conversation that we should yeah. not be listening to. Yeah, I wonder whether the metallic tap, nobody can prove this, nobody can say it's definite, but what if the metallic tap was an attention thing and whatever was on my end was asking that person? Is that, Is that you? you? Rather than you. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's uh, a great way of looking at it. We don't know. We don't. Then I came out with a name. Now, you've got to remember, I hadn't done any research before coming into this pub. No. So we had a few of our Patreons, which are really good, that watch. One of them's Rosemary. She's like the Google queen, isn't she? Mm -hmm. And Rosemary is brilliant at finding history and information rather quickly. So she'll be in the background quite often on our live streams. Thank you, Rosemary. Googling away and yeah. coming out with facts and information. Now, I had come out with a name, and it was a very clear name, Richard, to which Rosemary very quickly Googled up and came back with that not only was Richard a previous publican to Jamie, who's there now, mm -hmm. but it's actually one of the early publicans as well, who passed away in the hotel. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. So then I just thought, well, maybe if it is Richard, hi, Richard, whereabouts are you? Thinking that he might have made the noise, and you received... I received. Well, you came through your headphones. <laughs> I heard. <laughs> you heard. I received a gentleman. I wished I'd received a gentleman. <laughs> a gentleman. <laughs> I heard the word gentleman. So then I carried on. Okay, well, can you tell me whereabouts you are, please? To which I very smartly came out with, yes. 
<laughs> this makes it watching it back because you gotta remember i couldn't hear any of this but it kind of made me smile because kang stood there waiting for a follow-up didn't you i did i was like yeah okay now you said, right, yes. said yes nothing and we we do have this it's like we can do. you tell us your name yeah can you <laughs> can you do this okay and then he wait and there's nothing it's almost like a smugness isn't it it is it's like yeah i can we've asked the wrong thing but we're not going to we should have asked will you tell us a name yes but we're asked can you tell us your name well yeah i can yeah. will i it's another thing <laughs> <laughs> you gotta love it it's great so it's almost like they've got the sense of humor as well now i think this the next question was actually from one of our viewers asking if they were at peace yeah because we let our viewers if you watch our live streams people who are watching the live stream we're very interactive it's about them as well contributing to that investigation so they they kind of give us the questions we we read them out and that was one of them are you at peace and the answer is really interesting but, yeah not answering my question but mm. said no gender mm. and i have been saying this over and over because a we find it hard to get names yes b they very rarely seem to answer when we say are you a man are you a woman and i've i've brought this up what if there's no gender over there they're just energy are they a man? I'm not going to answer that if they're not. They're just energy. And we've tried to adapt our questioning, haven't we, to when you were alive, were you a woman? When you were alive, were you a man? And whatever it seems to understand that a little bit better. Yes. If they've been over their keg as energy for so long, what if their consciousness of their past life fades? Maybe names don't mean anything over there. Maybe they're forgetting what their names were and they're just becoming that energy. I don't know because we aren't experts, are we? No, we're not. We're not. But it's an interesting thought on that one. So the next question I asked again was from Patron. Beforehand, it come out with the word bread. And we wanted to know, is that all you had to eat? And then you come out with something really interesting. Well, you just finished the word eat. Yes. Is that all you had to eat? And literally, in a breath, I came out with the word eat. Which is really cool. Yeah. Because it's not as though you could hear me. No. Out of all the words in the English language, it just happened that one. So then after that, there wasn't much coming through. No. No. So we decided to go on to the portal. Mm, which is a ghost box. Yeah. It's actually from for musicians, so it's yeah. an amplifier. Now we started to ask questions, but before before we didn't really start asking questions, it, it actually came out with the name publican. Yeah, or well, the word publican. Name word. <laughs> it's not a name, is it? Well, it could be. It's, it's a title. It's the name of a man who looks after a hotel. It's a title of the man who looks after the pub. Well, that's debatable. Okay. His name is probably Bill. <laughs> So we'll name him Bill the Publican. Yeah. Now I was asking, one of my questions, and this is the one I like the most. I was asking, is there anybody here? Sounds like one of those corny movies, and it is anybody here. We obviously we've been polite enough to give you our names. And it responded immediately with how do we say this one, Kag? Um well women to start off. Women, with. we can say. Yes. 
And then in a split second, it was in like one sentence, women, pause, see you next Tuesday, with an S on the end. Yeah. So in plural. In plural. I'm not going to say it. We'll play it. If you don't like that word, now is the time to turn your volume well, stick down. Your fingers in your ears. Well, stick your fingers in your ears. <laughs> We're giving you our names. Guys, did you just hear that? Now, I would have been really surprised if a local, because we were running on, on IAM, and a ghost box will, if you don't know what ghost box is, broken radio, running through the AM bandwidth, running through white noise, dead noise, brown noise, obviously throwing out snippets of radio, without a doubt. But sometimes you just get those other little voices poking through that make a little more... Mm. sense to what we're asking now i used to work on one of the shows or i used to be on one of the shows on 5aa which is an am commercial radio station here in adelaide and we had 10 seconds delay so if one of the callers <laughs> called in got overexcited, and callers did because a they're nervous they're on the radio they're excited to tell you the story and they forget themselves and occasionally we'll throw in one of those little bloopy words. And you've got 10 seconds to get that off air before it hits the airwaves. So 5AA and a lot of the AM bandwidth radio stations are not going to be saying that word. And I think that's the clearest word I've ever heard. Oh, saying that. This it was, the clearest time. It was so clear. It was just untrue. Women. C-U-N-T's. Our reaction was great to that. Because yeah. we were. We were both taken aback by it. Yeah, we were. We, it was so clear. Now, our response also to that was, it was starting to look obvious. <laughs> we asked, didn't we? Hmm. Do you actually have a problem with women? And we got another response and that this, seemed to show that it did. This, to me, is absolute gold. Not good, but it's to me it's gold. So what is your problem with women? They breathe. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. And that was clear. We've just come here to be friendly. And do you not like women? They breathe. They breathe. They breathe. Breathe. Mm -hmm. And it was in response to what we were asking. And I, <laughs> like when I said, well, I was starting to get the idea then that maybe whatever's there didn't like women of course here's kagami there mm -hmm. as women so i i did ask well maybe women shouldn't be in here and you picked up on something didn't you Kagami? I, did. I didn't pick it up and it's funny how having two sets of ears is better than one set <laughs> i think i understand but what you're not, talking about but not on one one, <laughs> head, one head of course because that would be yeah i'm just looking at kag here giving me that look Seriously. <laughs> when you know you said something and she's just looking at me at the moment. Yeah, no, that was a bit so weird. I'll just clarify that. It's good to have two sets of ears, one on each person. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, you picked up on something. Yeah, I, I went through it just to remind myself, because it was a while ago yeah, since we did was. this. Yeah. And I just thought I'd remind myself um, of the investigation. And as I went through it, there's something you missed mm -hmm. on your review. And... 
when you asked that question, it then said, then get out. <laughs> Should women not be in here? Get out. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, it wasn't, it wasn't that. It was maybe women shouldn't be in here. Right. You're right. Then get out. Mm -hmm. But we didn't because we don't. No. We, we don't. can't take a hint, can we, Keg? No, we're not very good at that <laughs> at all. So I asked, am I in your bedroom? And we got the response, leave. Yeah. very quickly and then you try to be polite yeah well you said we appreciate you allowing us in here which i didn't think they did well by then we kind of got that yeah peer impression and then i said look i'm sorry if we're disturbing you um was followed by another leave <laughs> <laughs> so i try to engage in conversation this is the other one i love because it was so clear yeah i was trying to engage it in conversation so <laughs> ignoring the leaves did you used to live here? <laughs> and we got a male voice coming out going, don't talk to me. <laughs> it's like, okay yeah. then. I think okay, we are starting. not happy, was it? We are starting to get the impression here that we weren't wanted. No. Did you used to live here? Okay. Yeah, that's very clear as well. Don't yeah, talk to me. Now, one of our viewers uh, asked if we should ask out for a Mr. Watts. Yeah, it was Rosemary. So she found yeah. a name in the history. So I asked, Mr. Watts, are you here? And we got a very strange reply. It was musical. It was lovely. It was. It was a female voice. Lee. Oh, that's very exciting, <laughs> isn't it? Leave. <laughs> it was very weird. It, very operatic. It's operatic. Yeah. Mr. Watts, are you here? Leave. That's an opera. <laughs> an opera type one, that one. It was probably a song on the radio, but it's just that moment that that part of the song happened to come through. Leave. And I said, well, I'm sorry about that. I honestly thought you'd want to talk to us. I don't know why I thought that. <laughs> Couldn't you get the hint by now? It's like, we will. We were still trying to engage politely. And straight away we got, bitch. It was three different words that came, three different voices that came out. Bitch, bitch, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and at this point I was looking at Kang with that, Really? really look it was like we were just looking at each other and trying not to laugh because i'm like doing this for those who are on the video i kind of was standing there with my hand in my or my head in my hand and with my finger up across my lips like that and it was just that's also a sign for trying not to laugh it it's kind of the mm. <laughs> and then we got another leave again this time female. Yeah. Even the so females, females, were, females were against us. They were conspiring to get us out. I thought, well, maybe if we offer them something, is there anything we can do for you? And even before I finished my sentence, it just came out with, just leave. Just leave. Yeah. 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 Just leave. Anything we can do. Which we had a laugh about. Because <laughs> we 
we um, we thought everything was funded by that point. Yeah, I I did wonder though because we were getting other things as well. We left about something fancy in keg at one point. Yeah, maybe it fancies keg in me. I don't know why we did that because I think it made it pretty clear. Yeah, well, because we, I think it beforehand because it came out with the legs and all that sort of thing. I was we had a joke about my Viagra's veins. Yeah, you know that. Yeah, I don't think so. There we are, rational keg. We are. we are rational. You know, part of us goes, could just have been coincidental radio. I mean, he could have, but... But it was very odd. It was very clear. And it was constant. And it was constant abuse, mm. which I would find really difficult yeah. to think it was coming from the radio. Yes. I mean, you know... When I was sceptic, I was, I was probably one of the biggest sceptics of the ghost box when my teammate Spills brought it to me. When we, we didn't do tours and it was just paranormal field investigators. He brought it to the jail, brought me a broken radio and said, hey, let's try this. And I kind of gave him that look. Why are you offering us to use a broken radio? Because all it is snippets of radio and we will put those it's like a game that we used to play as kids we will put those answers to our questions however we were standing just for an example and where my mind changed a little bit we were standing in the laneway of the jail running the ghost box me standing there looking very unimpressed with my arms folded going i dare you even to show me that this works spills very nervously <laughs> trying to get it to say something as it ran through and then he said one sentence please do something to convince Alison now that ghost box that we use or I use my model clicks it goes click 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 through the bandwidth so it's hitting a station and moving on can't stop and I kid you not after he said that the clicking stopped so it's going click 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 and it stopped scanning. And then a clear male voice came out of it and went, Alison. And then it continued to scan. Click, 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 click. And I'm standing there with my arms folded going, coincidence. <laughs> Just coincidence. But I drove home that night trying to fathom that out. That's where my thinking. So yes, it's good to be sceptical. But if we don't use things like this all the time and we don't, just take it like I did as, as a surface it being a radio and nothing else so therefore it shouldn't work will we miss stuff and we've had some good stuff this is one of it yeah and I think because we use uh, the ghost box so much on our tools mm. as well because that's what I guess want to use we have had some fascinating we stuff yeah. over the years now we move back to EVP again nothing so whatever it was really didn't want to put the voices on audio recorders no. that's for sure so back to the portal we went and you were asking weren't you questions did you used to live here hmm. and we got the name christina which is a very pretty name it is a very nice name but it was the female voice that followed wait what was that mm. That's a very weird sentence to come out of a radio station. Yes. And it was very haunting. It was very weird. It was like Keg spoke and whatever it was, heard Keg. Like, yeah. wait, what was that? A bit like what we would do if we heard a sound. Exactly. It was pretty cool. Almost like somebody hearing Keg and was talking to somebody else. And this is another thing we keep coming up. 
again, I'll just say it's like we're overhearing relevant conversations. Yeah. Like there's two in the room and they're talking to each other and we're just picking up on that. Now, here comes the important part of this investigation. Yes, this is very important. Not the fact that I positioned myself back on the floor again in an <laughs> awkward manner. No. But because we have the portal running, because quite often we play what we call a card game where I pull out a card, we run the ghost box through the portal and see if whatever's there can see the card and give us what number the card is or what suite or what colour. And my cards happen to be on this little table, this little ornate table against the wall. I did ask first off, I said, look, this is what we want to do. Did you like to play cards? And I did get a reply. I did. So thinking I'll go and get the pack of cards, which happened to be on that table. I crawled over on my hands and knees because it is hard work for me to get back up on my feet. And I was down on the ground anyway. So crawling seemed to be the better way to do it. As I reached my hand up to get that pack of cards, the table started to fall. I don't think anybody will get past the sickening crunch and thud of that table hitting my head. It was a shocking thing to see at the time. <laughs> and I would have been seriously concerned if it wasn't for the fact I was literally wetting myself laughing on the chair. I could not move. In fact, I couldn't breathe for laughing. It was, it was so bad. It was funny. <laughs> Now, she did, as her best friend does, she did say you were right and then killed herself. I did. Yeah. I did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not only did I nearly knock myself out into unconsciousness, mm -hmm. my first thought before I did collapse into a heap on the floor, and I hope you like the fact that my first thought was this, okay. oh, my God, my REM pod because all I could hear in the background was a dying sound <laughs> of an expensive piece of equipment. Of a $300 piece of equipment slowly dying with a table on top of it. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> sounding very good, was it? No, no. Well, they have. <laughs> Sorry, I was going to help you, but I can't move. <laughs> 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 portal was still running at this point we do get a mind your head <laughs> yeah. and as Kag is killing herself laughing and I am laid out on the floor holding my head not quite sure where I am I've got stars in my eyes at the time the ghost box also said are you okay Kag I got more sympathy from those ghosts in that hotel or those energies spirits whatever you want to call them than I got 
from you? Well, I would have been sympathetic for the fact I could stop laughing. <laughs> I just couldn't help it. It was just such a funny scene to, to watch. Yeah, I'm sorry. Actually, no, I'm not sorry. It was funny. <laughs> this is where you do want to have the video version. It did say table as well. Now, this is where they really, we got some really relevant. We did. Words. And it turned, it stopped telling us to leave. It stopped trying to get us out. And I do wonder if it knew what was happening and the leaves weren't because it didn't want us there. Maybe the leaves were because they knew what would happen, what was coming, and it was a warning because it became very sympathetic and playful after that. See, I wonder whether ghosts actually communicate with each other that they'd heard about you before you turned up. She's going to hurt herself. Exactly. Oh. Watch it. It's going to be that table. And, oh, I, oh, look, they even know that the leg is loose because we found that out earlier, didn't we? We did because it collapsed on me. Yeah. But yeah. Not on her, but... No. She was putting something on there and it collapsed because the leg, one of the feet, were actually loose on it. And we should have remembered that, I guess. Yeah. Well, well I remembered that. No, the ghost remembered I it was, as well. Yeah. But I wasn't the one here. <laughs> crawling across the floor and grabbed something off it. <laughs> <laughs> we carried on, as you should do. Yeah, I, we carried on like we did. I did. I needed you to see how badly I was hurt, so I did have a lump on my head. I did. It was quite... You even got a standard by my lump, Kathy. <laughs> you were a standard. Because <laughs> it was growing by the second. And you asked. Yeah, I just said, what did Alison just hurt? And it's something you you missed on the review. I missed it, yeah. Because it came out with head. Mm. And then it came out with hit her head. Yeah. Very see, relevant. It knew. But you know, I am a soldier. I will carry on concussion or not, seeing stars or not. And I asked, shall we do the cards? And of course, we had to gather them up off the floor first because <laughs> we're now all over the place. Most of the equipment, <laughs> we had to find the cards <laughs> in amongst the equipment that was scattered far and wide with the trigger objects all over the floor. But we found them. And as I was putting all together, we had a little, oh dear, mm -hmm. poor head come out of the ghost box. Yeah. They were very concerned. Yeah. And I even talked about concussion to you. I said, hey, and to the, uh, to the people who are watching as well, I said, hey, concussion or not, we are going to keep going for you. We're going to bring you this investigation because I am going to soldier on, not go to a hospital and see if my skull is cracked, mm -hmm. but I am going to soldier on. And before saying that we were going to play cards, is that all right? Came out with a very clear word. Con concussion. concussion. I don't make sense now, it's because I've got concussion. Interestingly, there were no more leaves around after that. So as I said, I, I suspect maybe now it was a warning, not so much a they didn't want us there. Now I did ask, can they tell you the number of the, or tell me or you or the viewers the number of the cards? Well, I said they've probably gone home by now because they're sick of waiting because it was like half an hour ago when we started to <laughs> say we're going to play a game. So they were like, oh, God, that's a good this. 
they're probably gone. But what was interesting, yeah. there was a couple of times that I went through afterwards that you missed on the review. It actually came out with a number, which we didn't pick up on. Ah. Well, I didn't. And the number mm. was six. Is that the card I had? Mm. Yeah. Okay. So it got it right. It got I it right. It. I so it, it said six, it then said six. Yeah. And then I thought I heard an eight, mm. which was wrong. Which was wrong. And then one of our guests said that she'd heard a six as well. Okay. And it was. It was a, it it was was a six. six. It was trying to right. tell us, yeah. but we still weren't listening to no. it. No. No. So I picked up another card. Because... <laughs> See if we can get a another hit on it. Yeah. And then it came out with five, but we didn't hear it. No. And then it came out with five again, which... Which we, we didn't hear again, again, so we didn't react to it. I held up a third card and said, thank you, can we do one more? And I said, it's a great game, isn't it? Yeah. And it repeated. Yeah. Great. Again, it became a lot more playful. So I said, one more one more and we'll pack up and leave as i have a headache <laughs> and again something was missed on the review it actually over the top of your voice it says headache oh did it yeah i missed that yeah okay why it's good to have two sets of ears <laughs> It'd been better if i had two sets of ears on my head but mm -hmm. We think on this one, I think they've given up by this point. Mm. They were just, there was no way they were going to answer. We didn't get anything mm. from them. But what was interesting was then, right at the end, it just said, end. Mm. And we thanked them very much. And the ball next to me started to flash though. It did. At that time. It did. It, like yeah. it moved from, from answering that because we weren't taking any notice yeah. of it. Probably got, I've had enough of this now. Yeah. I'm bored with it. I like the very last one though. Yeah. When we were going, it was a classic. So we're going, so thank you. Thank you so much for having us there. And a voice comes out of it, what a night. <laughs> and we couldn't have ended it with anything better we than that, couldn't. really. It's like, well, I think we entertained them. What a night. Yeah. So maybe they enjoyed it more than what we thought they did. I think so. I do. It just, it just made you wonder whether they were trying to warn you because everything changed after you hit your yeah. head. Yeah. And it seemed to be very, very concerned yeah. about you, yeah. where I just laughed. So. Yeah. so maybe we can, and again, it goes back to what interpretation we put on things. All the leaves that we get, maybe they're warning us that they leave, you're going to get hurt. Yeah. You just go. Oh, she didn't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Now we might as well just interact with them. Uh, the problem is, though, when you're a paranormal investigator and somebody tells you to leave, you just put your foot down even more and stay, don't you? Well, you do. You do. Yeah, you put your foot down even more and you just stay, which you is probably yeah. not the best idea. I wonder what happened if you got off the moves. I don't know. I think actually um, Adelaide Jail cottoned onto that so, at the Adelaide Jail because I will say that we used to get so much good stuff out of the ghost box and then... It would say leave, get out, go. And, of course, it would just make us stay even more, asking more questions, more answers. And eventually it cottoned on. One of the things I asked at the Adelaide Jail was, all you have to do is tell us to leave and we'll go. And I, the best one I ever got out of it was, no, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> and so it learned now to just yeah, 
because the only way to make an investigator go if you if you don't want to talk and they're annoying you the best way to make a paranormal investigator leave the premises don't say anything yeah don't do anything no. just go quiet and then they'll get bored and then they'll walk away they will. <laughs> we call that an intelligent haunting <laughs> so true all right okay we're going to wind it up there mm -hmm. so there you go the british hotel the night it was we had an investigator down investigator down but it was one of the most interesting ones when you listen back to it i mean it was extremely funny at the time it's still funny do you know, when what, it back, but... do you know what though what got me yeah was all the responses from all the people who were watching because they were killing themselves laughing and all these little comments kept coming up. Shall we get the helicopter ready? Shall we call for it? <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, your reputation precedes you. Thunderbirds, I go. Mm. <laughs> so we all had a lot of fun at my expense, including the ghosts. So there you go. But the things I do. <laughs> we do recommend the British Hotel in North Adelaide. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's beautiful place. Beautiful place, great history lovely food and they're quite playful abusive sometimes but playful exactly but that's the fun of it all right we're gonna go thank you so much don't forget guys what i said at the beginning please give the five star or any other like or anything you have to do a bit of love all right subscribe follow anything don't forget the love we have facebook adelaide haunted horizons youtube channel where you can watch these full investigations there adelaide haunted horizons and our website if you want to know more about the tours adelaide haunted horizons it's easy isn't it cag it is it is so go give us some love all right catch you later guys enjoy we'll see you next week bye bye please remember to share like and subscribe to this podcast the extended video version of these episodes are available for members of Spotify and Patreon. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and see the full investigation from these episodes on our YouTube channel. Details are in the About section of this podcast. Thank you from CAG and Ali for listening.